Thank you. Thank you for sharing that this meeting is being recorded. This is fantastic. We're going to just give people a couple minutes to, to pop on here. Hello, everybody. Um, here we are again, a little bit of a different day, same time. Doesn't really matter, right? It all feels good and the same to me. I think it's fantastic. Um, I'm super excited. I'm just going to keep waiting for people to come on, but I am like, I'm so excited. We had such a good chat last time, Patrick, really and <laughs> just like right on, we're going to do this again. And um, we have a really fun, we, we decided on, I'm trying to get this um, to go here and Facebook. Oh, there it goes. You know, if you guys know me, anyone that knows me or has worked with me or done classes with me, all know that techie stuff is not my favorite, but I always say, this is the year I'm going to master it. So I am going to master this. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, we have a really fun uh, discussion today. So I'm gonna let a few more people pop on um, and get this on um, Patrick's page for him. If I can find how to do this. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Hey, you guys. Okay, one more. So while you're doing that, I will just jump in to say, like we did last time, that we are not medical practitioners um, and that we are only talking about our personal experiences and sharing tools that we have used to help us through our own journey and you know take what serves and leave the rest um obviously everybody i believe has their own individual journey to live and that that's part of the fun of the experience realize that you are the hero of your own story you know so we are in this role informations and guides but we are not gurus or any of that kind of thing you know we're not okay. here to tell you how to do your your life nor, nor would we want to Right, no. you are the master of your own ship. You are the architect of your dreams and um, and realities. Right, right, <laughs> so. absolutely. And like I said, I think ultimately that's what we're moving into is this reality where everybody gets to be the superhero of their story, the, yeah. or you know whatever you want to say, the angel, the you know the the, the ultimate version of yourself becoming everything you dream you want to be you know okay. and yeah. i think that's beautiful and you know so a lot of us are underdogs and, and that's what i would give a lot of advice right now is that a lot of people are feeling the underdog part where it's the part of the journey where things are really dark you know yeah. but in in those stories like i know i love stories i'm a big media guy when it seems darkest is when the biggest breakthroughs happen and the most awesome stuff comes through you know so just when you think you're not going to make it. That reminds me, um, my favorite artist ever is Brett Denon, and he has a song, and um, it's about being the underdog. I'll have to post it because it's like, it's, it's like super fun and, and poppy, and it's about, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a sucker it's for that pick, stuff. Picking yourself up, right? It's really fantastic. Yeah. And that's a major part of this journey I found for myself anyway, is that having the tools to be your own um uplifter you know to, to really like realize okay i'm having a rough day for me like a big thing is like i'll watch movies i'll listen to music 
that you can find tools in your toolkit to bring yourself around. And, and it, sometimes it's just setting that intention, like, okay, I'm really downward spiraling. Please help. I'm going to do whatever I can. And that's really fun. You'll start noticing, especially now in this new energy we're working with, manifestation is very quick, especially if you're working toward positive things. Right. And, and the, the reversal that Lisa Renee has talked about is really starting to change back the other way, the natural way, the more positive actions being supported, negative actions are finding themselves getting kicked in the butt over and over and over again. And I yep. see that a lot around me. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny because the negative have trained themselves to double down on their negativity because it's always worked out eventually if they just stay, keep doing the bullshit, the bullshit will eventually work out. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> a lot of them are not realizing it. And that's what we're starting to see, I think, in the public eye, specifically with a lot of these current events, is that these people, these really negative people are used to just doubling down. They do the nasty and they just keep doing the nasty and they deny it and they pretend like it's no big deal. And their negative um, architecture in the astral has supported that and eventually would brainwash people or dumb them down enough to keep politic slide but that's gone that I mean I, I'm sure you know the more this work we all collectively do the more we dismantle all of that the more none of that stuff works and it's yeah. literally like you're sitting here watching these people in real time be super villains going what what I, I don't know what you're doing <laughs> you guys are upset I've always gotten away with this stuff before you and, know? And, and they're um, just not getting away with it anymore there's just too many of us there's too many of us here you know right. there's too many of us that understand um, the secrets of humanity, um, the histories of, um, of uh, our, our galactic um, uh, awareness. Uh, you know, we, we bring too much. We, we bring right. too much. We know too much. And, and we won't back um, down anymore. No, no, there's no backing down for any of this. And so one of the really fun things that we wanted to talk about today, well, is about programming, but it's really very right. specific programming because the programming that we want to talk about and uh, bring to light um, is, is um, sexual misery programming. And when I use the term sexual misery, this is actually a term to the best of my knowledge coined um, by Lisa Renee at energeticsynthesis.com. So I definitely want to give her um, the credit for, for this because she has probably been one of the most amazing planetary um, scribes uh, for, for offering um, ascension um, uh, information, how to, I mean, how to pull, uh, uh, for, for someone like me who can, who's been able to see alien machinery, um, implants, all of this stuff, she really puts a language to that. And for someone who can't see it, she opens up a whole new world of yeah. what in the world is this? And so one of the really big um, uh, programs that, that runs in our beingness, uh, in our bodies, is, um, is uh, sexual misery. And uh, I, I know Patrick and I want to discuss this, and uh, we want to talk about what sacred sexuality is. And because it's something that we have long since forgotten, um, yeah. and so people don't even know... Um, I, I, 
even understand, you know, this is like something it's like whether um, I was just reading this, whether you're, you know, in a single companionship, like you're, this is like something for um, yourself. This is something with a partner. However you look at it, there's a level of um, mm -hmm. sacredness that has been um, hidden from us. And it's, it's, it's by design because of the power that it actually creates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and, and you figure it is the generational force that creates life itself as mm -hmm. a human being, you know? Mm -hmm. So ultimately, that's what it honors. And the divine feminine, who is a portal that brings that life into rea our reality, our version of reality, the three dimensional version that is now becoming the and fifth dimensional, which for my, my benefit, and those we're talking to fifth dimensional to me is like the mental realms and the energetic realms understanding yeah. that we're more than just the five senses that there are other things going on that we have imagination we have the ability to understand the past and the future and these things are an expanded reality that we're now dealing with and you know these are the things we talk about and touch on that you know there are spiritual beings that help us and harass us there are spiritual uh, tenants that have very real implications for our lives and how we live them you know and so the major part of the awakening is that sort of stuff like sex isn't just for an orgasm it's not just you know to go out and, and get your fix um which is what it has been reduced to and really reduced i mean the truth of sexuality is so beautiful that the greatest romance that we've written about in the last thousand years can't really touch how beautiful it really really is and what it really does in moving energies but as you're well aware and lisa renee talks about as you start going down those rabbit holes in her stuff it becomes about the idea of understanding how energy is separated within us you know we are brought to this planet as a male or a female well a spiritual being is male and female has all the energies so first off the first thing you do is you split your energy right in half when you become a male or a female and then they take that and they pervert it more and more on this planet because that's the game here is to try to make things as negative as possible and make that the reality um so the the first thing is to realize that you have both energies and access to both energies and really be able to be like as a man i can feel my feelings you know as a woman you can be strong and stand can, your ground i can and, change uh, my own oil <laughs> right exactly you know you can be technical and build mm -hmm. things you don't have to just be emotional and so that's the heroes gamos i mean in its most basic terms of right. the per the personal self once you come into that aspect then you get into the sexuality of the two coming together which creates life and also creates a mass it's 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 like a fusion reactor a fission reactor you know it's it's so much spiritual energy coming together yeah so it's it's really, it's it's uh it's very powerful um but it's also something that is not easily you don't just um decide oh uh i i am now going to be you know um i'm i'm, I'm not going to be in heros gamos you don't just read about what it is 
and yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like a completed being with a fully healed you know your rod and staff and you know we may get into that or maybe we won't but you know because that gets into the the mechanics of the of the the, the body moving on into the soul uh, spirit right. levels and beyond but um which would take a really long time but you know there is a mechanics to it and um you know, it's like you want, you first need to be aware that I am chastity, I'm in a female body, and I am both male and female. Okay, so we have a female side, that's our left side and a, and a male side, these are the most basic, basic pieces, male is electric, female is magnetic, right, we are electromagnetic multidimensional beings. And so instead of keeping these in separate spaces in a polarity, they need to be an integration. So it's like a blended, uh, it's like, like Patrick said, it's okay for him to be in his male body and to have feelings, right? And you work on this and then you have, you go and, and it's like, um, it, it takes time to process this. It, it is faster when you are aware of what you're doing, but then what you can get into is sexual implants. Now, when we have partners, it goes, um, partners come with other partners, partners come with other timelines of other partners and their partners, other partners, and their other timelines of other partners, partners. <laughs> yeah. So it goes, and then you have the consciousness of sexuality right? Which is like my individual con uh, consciousness, Patrick's, the planets, the worlds, women, men. And so you guys were really like, there's a lot to process and there's a lot that's being like siphoned, but you know, um, so that, that's like a super huge picture, but getting back into the individual self, um, a lot of us have been traumatized at a very young age, whether that be images of, um, of physically, physical, sexual abuse, um, you know, mental abuse, these kinds of things. And there are um, implants uh, in, in the body. Uh, and a lot of people can feel these physically. And so um, I've taken them out of myself. And, you know, we can talk about that as we go on, um, removing them from men, birthing dead babies that aren't actually really there. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. People can um, have uh, pain, uh, even um, pain during intercourse with like nothing wrong with them. And generally it means there's some type of etheric implant. Um, you can be implanted by your partner. Uh, you can be siphoned from tank, uh, beings, uh, entities, uh, and and on and on it goes. So you know, this is just kind of a little um, uh, overview of some of the stuff that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. And the main being in charge of this, they don't like me much, but we're gonna be dealing with like you know some of this stuff. We'll be dealing with Moloch, um, Azazel, and his whole gestalt. <laughs> And, mm -hmm. um, you know, these kinds of fun things. So um, this goes, it, we're, we're gonna scratch the surface, but go a little bit deep. So for those of you that, um, you know, what does that mean? It means we're working in spiral time and multidimensional levels. And so there's gonna be some information that you're maybe not hearing us say out loud, but there are gonna be some people that are benefiting from it in another way. So, you right. know, pay attention to the subtleties of, you know, what, we, what we're chatting about. So um, if I may, 
-hmm. people are asking well i'm sure what is malik and what is azazel in in the most simple terms we, we consider them demons but what a demon really is is an energetic being that's created to siphon energy and corrupt how energy works between us in a natural sense Moloch is actually the name for lord it, it means lord and it's more of the domination and control aspects which i mean when you get into sexuality there's a whole rabbit hole of domination and control the bdsm groups and stuff and that's what he deals with he deals with sexual traumas which come from abuse and from people in balance i'm rule over you and you must be lesser and i mean there we get we can go right into stuff as simple as you know natural animal reality where we say you know there's a male dom and a female submissive and that's the roles of mm -hmm. natural light which is not true you know if right. you actually study the natural world there are many different versions of that all throughout and you know reality likes to explore different roles but ultimately they are roles that we are taking they are not the natural way that we're supposed to do these things and that becomes how energy is siphoned how you get inversion templates which you know you start getting off on pain you start feeling like you know you need to be in control of people and that's the only way you get pleasure you know um you get your princess and your queen you know uh, evil queen oh, yeah. programming which is a big one a lot of people don't realize um has been pushed on us this idea that you know, we need to have, you know, you can look on, on Lisa Renee's stuff, and I actually want to read something about that, uh, about how, you know, the king and the queen archetypes aren't as positive as a lot of people think. They're pushed to be made to think, you know, oh, you know, I'm in control of my power, but it's a negative form of control where you don't allow the person, the other beings around you to naturally be themselves. You know, you have to decide what they do. In flow, you literally do flow and everything can be as it wants to be and it doesn't disturb you and so a lot of that is um you know as you start to come out of a lot of these control structures and systems um the azazel demon is specifically about scapegoating saying i am not in power i don't own this situation it's something else that's doing this to me uh azazel actually is the hebrew term for uh, for removal, which is the original scapegoating idea came from the Hebrew practice in, in ancient times, they would take a scroll, write down all of your sins, and rather say, I did this, and I feel sorry for it, and please forgive me, I'm going to amend myself, they put it on a goat, and they sent it out into the forest, mm -hmm. and it was a sacrifice, and so all sacrifices are literally you, the way I look at it now is like literally giving away your power, you're literally exactly. saying, not me i'm not in control i didn't Something do it else so then you now are a victim and, and in a victim mentality you cannot fix any of your issues because they're not yours which okay. is a really deep lesson and it sounds very trite but i mean really sitting with that understanding is very deep and it really is hard because then you have to go through and be like okay I chose this. I chose to be here. I chose to deal with these entities. I chose to deal with, you know, if you were, want to get really nasty, the whole negative aspect of the pedophilia and all that kind of stuff. And why would we do that? One of the things I always say is 
well, why do you like really violent television? Why do you like really crazy drama? Because we have been led to believe over thousands of years of generations that that's fun. This yeah. roller coaster of up and down, up and down, up and down energy, which in a psychology terms, which is what I'm really about, is considered mania. You've got mania and depression, which is really, you know, if you're a sine wave, we want to be more calm, you know, these little gentle hills, but mania is about up, down, the roller coaster of up and down that causes all of these wicked bursts of energy, but then leaves you drained and feeling lost. And at both ends of that spectrum, you can be harvested from, especially yeah. if you live in the victimized mentality and you, you dominate and control rather than live in flow, which is... The universe has got my back because I am the universe and I trust it and it's there for me, you know. And, that, and that's really hard, especially with the level of indoctrination to be able to, um, uh, to have the, the faith to say, you know, the universe has got my back or God's got my back or whatever, but to really know what that means. Right. To really know what that means. And I, I love how you're explaining. Um, uh, I have, I've actually, I've not heard the story of um, this, the, um, you know, writing it down and putting on, uh, putting it on a goat. And I, I, that is, that's look like, it up on Ricky. I'm going it's, to now. It's fascinating. I thought that, yeah. that is, but, and that's how people do it too. And that, that's, right. that's exactly what happens. And it's most difficult, um, you know, all these different programs, the victim victimizer programming is, I think it's ingenious. It's like, Hey, right. you know, they're just going to keep martyring themselves or, you know, they're just going to keep uh, putting it on someone else. And then we're just going to go back in and plan another one on and then harvest again, um, you know, taking right. your energy, take your energy yet, yet again. Uh, and it's just this vicious circle. You, it's a time loop. You just can't get out of it. Right. It just keeps it's going. It's like the going. old adage of the Hatfields and the McCoys. Nobody remembers how the fighting even starts. It just perpetuates because you hurt me, I hurt you. Yes. And none of it ends ever yes. because- that's real strength that's what we are here like you want to know what your angelic duty is is to stop being a Hatfield and a McCoy and say you know what this ends with me I am I don't care what any excuse was in the past what horrible things they did to me or are doing to me now I am not contributing to that energy okay. and if you follow me on Facebook you realize I do not talk about bad about anyone because mm -hmm stay humble i have yeah. to stay humble because i realize i'm all of it I, I can't talk bad about any of the beings because they are me mm -hmm. not only that those beings know how to do energetic aikido which is they can take your energy and throw it right back at you twice as hard okay so it is it's energetic aikido that's what aikido is um it's so fascinating because um <laughs> It's just a way for them to play with that energy. So if you're going out putting a negative energy for any reason, and yes, they might absolutely 100% deserve it. They might be the biggest supervillain in the world. Some of these beings are. When you really start getting into some of this stuff, yeah, yeah it is the worst of the worst nightmare that you could ever imagine. Supervillains in comic books aren't as bad as some of the people on our planet that are incarnate right now. Some of the things they do. I mean, they, they wouldn't put it in any comic book. They wouldn't put it in any novel or any horror movie because yeah. it's that bad. But even then, you have to have the faith in the universe that their karma, but it's not karma, it is the energy they're putting out has to come back to them. It's the Taurus, the Taurus field that we all are. You put energy out into the field, 
it comes back to you. And it's becoming more and more clean and less and less contrived. And you say, well, okay, how did they get away with it for so long? Because they convinced us to take that while they put it out. We took it. We said, oh, that's mine. Not yours. And then you took the condom. While we do this work, like Chastity and I are doing, when people are helping others clean a lot of this stuff, clearing those contracts, clearing those energetic implants, that's what those plant implants do in a lot of ways is make it unfair. You accept karma, you accept negativity that's not yours and never was yours, you know, collectively because of your race, because of your gender, because of, you know, the political party and you accept all of that parties it is that's not you you know that's uh, you're a small portion of that yeah so yeah. reprogramming how collectives work reprogramming how we fit into collectives is we've learned how very negative ways to collectivize and harness energy and distribute energy and so uh dealing with that you have to start being imaginative and really think okay well how do we positively har harvest energy use our energy the energy that source gives us and the natives had it best you sit and you commune with natural life you see what natural reality does and that's how they learned about reality they said you know what does the tree do how does the tree live you know what does the the animals do the frog and the bird and you know the leopard and all of these animals how do they live and how do they keep a balance that is you know give and take where you don't over i mean basically hoarding you know like it's a very human instinct and it's a very negative instinct because if you live in flow you don't need assurances that things are going to go well you already know they're going to regardless of any any idea of what it is actually going to happen you know you don't need insurance you know the universe is your insurance that it has your back and that is true faith and it's a very difficult thing to get to it's, it but, is very challenging very challenging but it's very doable and a hundred percent worth it and it is and that is part of the fun of playing here and i would say that is how you come into relationship with source because that's what source's relationship wants to be the universe's relationship with you wants to be it wants to show you this that i got your back i am your friend i am you i want you to have fun here i want you to enjoy this life and if you start working with it say okay show me how you've got my back you will start to see that's why i have a lot of faith in my reality field because i've spent years and years and years of my life actually going out and living and doing it taking leaps of faith you know uh, doing things that people are like that's crazy that's never going to work out and i'm like the universe has got my back and then it works out and i go wow you're amazing and i'm like nope the universe has got my back straightforward yeah and when when we show up and do the work when you know and just knowing and understanding some of the language you know what needs to be done what you know what do i need to start uh, paying attention to um in my life and uh, instead of looking outside for all these other little things, all, all these other people, all this, all this stuff, looking outside, looking outside, never looking inside, um, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's, it's not, uh, you're not going to be very uh, advancing very quickly um, when you are refusing um, uh, to see how uh, how to move in that, that moving through the inside is how um, things express and manifest on the outside. Um, right. 
and I would say when you have, for me personally, when I have negative experiences now, for me, it's an indicator of, okay, here's something I need to work on. There's a hole, there's a siphoning, whatever. Um, and for me, it's kind of an adventure. It's like, all right, I can sit with myself and go, okay, what am I making? Did I have some childhood trauma I haven't gotten to yet? Is there a relationship that I'm maintaining that isn't as healthy as it should be? And as you get deeper into it, you start making what seem like more and more radical choices. You might say, you know what? Yeah, this person that I've been friends with for 30 years, and this is a personal experience I'm going through right now, mm -hmm. it's not healthy for me. And I've been friends with them for 30 years, you know what I mean? And like real deep, true friends. But at the end of the day, they're not doing the work and they're never going to do the work. Not until I have the courage to put my foot down and say, you know what? I'm not coming back to hang out with you and just be buddy, buddy, and, and let you be you and me be me, because we're tied together after 30 years of energetically being friends and co-mingling and all that stuff, your energy affects me, you know, your life affects me. And if I continue to entangle myself with that, I am choosing to be, allow myself to be something, to have holes in my energy field. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, there's where the faith comes in the universe saying, okay, I've cut this person off. There's a better person coming in. You know, there, there are better, you know, relationships. That the universe That's is so now hard, Patrick. I, I know going through that. I mean, I, oh, my heart feels for you. Like I know, like um, definitely myself have gone through that. Like, how about, you know, I've even found myself negotiating with myself. Like, okay, where can I, where can I bend a little bit just to make it so, you know, um, I can be supportive or that this is going to work or that it's not going to hurt my heart. And no matter which way you go, it's like your heart is still hurting. And it's like, I can't watch you do this to yourself anymore. Or, you know, or, you know, um, I, I don't know if you have experienced this as well, but I have friends that get used as dark portals, you know, for entities to get to me, you know, yeah. like, ha -ha. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. you're not going to follow us. You're not going to do what we want you to do. Then I'll show you that I can hurt people. I'm like, I know you can hurt people, right? Like, you know, I've been told, you know, they're going to come through my kids. They're going to get this, that. And I'm like, bring it because it's going to be overridden at some point anyway. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, you're not yeah. hurting, you know, but, um, but there are times, there are times you just have to walk away um, because, you know, if the person was doing their work, they wouldn't have things working through them they wouldn't be you know um dark portals um and um it would be cohesive and and uh, mutual mutual loving um so right and to get back to the sake of sexuality it works for friends it works for partners the partners are even deeper but at the same time if they actually were your partner if they actually were your friend they would be as interested in this stuff as you are yeah. you know and they would want to do this work if they're not they're not really your friend they're not really your partner away from this to siphon your energy to keep you off base from your ultimate spiritual goal and that's a deep thing too for a lot of people i've had to sit down with this many times and be like is that really what i want do i want to be this ultimately spiritual being many people just want to play in yeah. physical reality and a lot of people you'll have to sit down and, and really get to the base of that and be like am i here to ascend am i here to be a very deep spiritual being or am i just here to play am i just having fun am i messing around and i'll tell you there's nothing ultimately wrong with that everybody will eventually get to that point it might be 
thousands of lifetimes from now in that in this 3d perspective there is no actual time so you know it's all really relatively meaningless but at the same point if you're sitting there and the end of the day sitting down going wow the most of my day was negative and i had some really dark situations mm -hmm. then you really have to be like well i need to to move some stuff around or sit with that and be like i guess this is the level that i'm comfortable playing with yeah. you know and then yeah. stop projecting it as a victim again that's getting out of the victimizer victim mentality of being like i chose this and that's hard that's wicked wicked hard and anyone doing that work i bow to you kudos because mm -hmm. that is mastery that is self-mastery you're owning your reality um and that is the whole sexuality problem for us in a nutshell because these roles we've been on in the basic level right the men do the work the women do all the emotional stuff they raise the kids we are now seeing that that is being attacked um and i have no issues with gender roles one way or the other if everything is fairly balanced sure. but at the same time somebody needs to do some work somebody needs to raise the kids i don't care if it's men or women i don't care if it's women and women i don't care if it's men and men i don't care if it's transgender and transgender whatever you know that's a whole other thing with the sexual confusion aspects and the templates that go on with that just to keep because ultimately the easiest way to point to that you know like people are like well what's negative about it because it keeps you out of being positive it keeps you thinking constantly about things that have nothing to do with love and happiness and joy you're you're spinning in well what sex am i what does that mean you know what are what are people calling me how mad am i about that like anything that constantly is generating negative emotion for me from my perspective you're being siphoned anytime you're creating negative emotion yeah. truly positive reality creates no negative emotion you don't you don't make it mm -hmm. negative emotion is a form of exhaust you might as well be one of those diesel trucks with the big giant pipes going making black diesel smoke exactly because the more you're exactly. sitting there being angry negative destructive mm -hmm. being depressed anxiety you're creating this exhaust that they're eating they're going mm, delicious and personally i can't stand that and that it, motivates me you know it, <laughs> knowing it that it, it does and well and i i can see it like i see those little things like feeding off of it and it just grosses me out and i'm just like right. oh, i can't deal but, um, you know, so that in itself motivates me enough to, you know, and it's without judgment, it's, there's no judgment, right. it's just discernment. Like, I know that this is not going to be for my highest good, you know, right. and, um, and I definitely don't, um, I definitely don't want to be siphoned from and I, no. I just teach people how to, to build their architecture and, and understand what this is about and why, why, why are our sexual energies harvested on this planet? This is a big question. And it's a really important one because it makes the world go round. It keeps the facade up. It's all about black magic. It's all about the controller groups. And you know they're falling apart because we're becoming aware of this. We're taking our sexuality back. Um, I think that they've ruined it and damned it enough and created the separation uh, with you know, their, their um, their base structures, uh, and then um, created brilliantly, like maniacal little scientists they think they are, 
um, all these little programs and sub programs. I don't know. Is that a program in the program? Boy, they've got them, you know, and they've got oh, yeah. that you, oh, you pop open. It's like you pop open one file and then a virus is created over here. And then another file pops up and it's like, you've got to get this out of your body. You've got right. to get it out of your body. So, okay. What did you, um, what did you want to read, Patrick? Okay. Actually, that works really well. So this is actually off Lisa Renee's um, Ascension Glossary, and it's under the Healing Destructive Archetypes, which is exactly what we're talking about. This is under the Princess Coding, um, oh. but this is a general thing. Mm -hmm. um, once it is realized that all relationships are about spiritual growth through applied life lessons, you can participate with that comprehension in order to easily graduate to the next level. Applying non-attachment and unconditional forgiveness in your relationships will allow you to skip the harder, more painful lessons. Eventually, though, your balanced self-mastery you'll have to access to create the most loving spiritual marriage you ever could imagine. However, we have been manipulated and lied to about our sovereign right to experience a balanced, loving, and glorious sacred marriage. We have been filled with shame and guilt from painful distortions promoted from the reptilian control and the patriarchal domination. We have to overcome our emotional pain and our memory of inner spirit crucifixion to be resurrected into the light of truth. To become whole again, we need to learn and remember our sovereign right to access inner and outer heroes gamos. This year, we have this, this possibility and will continue to grow stronger as more of us wake up and remember to live our divine purpose and love again. And oh. I think that perfectly kind of puts a cap on exactly what we're saying in all this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Take responsibility. And I, I, I'm thinking about this like princess coding um, because I've seen this in a lot, of, it's in men and women, right? But I see it um, uh, as it like comes in, in, into uh, women's bodies and in their mind and, and how they are. It's like, a man is supposed to treat me like this. And this is how you're going to be. And you're not hearing me. I have my boundaries and you're pushing them. You know, it becomes this like entitlement and it's, it's like a false sense of um, I'm healing myself, right? This is what I see princess coding like, like demand this. It's like in some kind of fake sovereignty, there are all of these demands. And then even if like the, your partner was trying, whether your partner's man or woman, your man or woman is not relevant, right? It's right. like your partner, it's never win situation. Right. So, so, you know, not only are you, you not being um, authentic to your own architecture and your own architecture is Harrow's Gammas. This is what we create. This is how we travel. This is how we love. This is how we, you know, this is how we remember um, right. our, our inner life. Um, and the, the partnership is about choosing to love the aspects of ourselves that we chose not to be in this life. Yeah. So if you're constantly seeing those aspects of yourself as negative, you're really admitting that you have work to do. Yeah. And that's the true mastery of the really, I, I, you know, painful thing. It becomes this whole thing of like, well, if I'm seeing partners as negative, what I'm really doing is reflecting aspects of myself mm -hmm. that I realize are need work. 
Um, mm. and, and there should be no shame in this. Like, don't have shame about it, you know, because again, <laughs> like you're talking about the programming, there are inner voices that are not our voices and they will come in and, and through shame, through anxiety and all these things. And they'll pretend they're you and they'll be like, well, you should really feel bad about that. You know, you're beating your partner up and, you know, just send you into a downward spiral. For me, again, I have to realize, and I really do like say, okay, that's not my voice. You know, that is yeah. a negative entity trying to set me in a spiral. Yeah. Um, and again, then you're like, okay, where am I not shielding? Where have I not done revocations? Where have I not done energy work in my field? Um, you know, and all of these things that we constantly share about shielding, about, you know, smudging, about, um, you know, having people, spiritual healers do Reiki on you and all that kind of stuff is really important. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's a constant, it's a constant give and take. And as you do this, that it's like, you're going to find layer after layer after layer of this stuff. Um, I think another big thing is some people get to this point where they think they're like, okay, I'm healed. I'm done. I'm, inst- I'm just going to choose it because I am the God self. Well, yes, ultimately we are the God self, but here we're to be in this body to learn to reach that point and being truthful to yourself. That's where I have a lot of problems with partners. People are like, well, why are you so picky? I'm, I'm picky because I'm picky with myself because I'm like, okay, here's where I'm being shitty with myself. And a lot of people to getting away with those kind of mentalities like, well, you know, it's not a big deal. You, people do that. You know, if you're really doing this work, no, they don't, you don't do that. You can't allow yourself to do that. Yeah. And working this energy if you're saying okay i'm on an ascended timeline i'm working towards being heroes gamos i'm working towards being angelic it's going to be like touching an electric fence it's going to be like you're shocking yourself every time now that you start doing this stuff they're going to be like all right you're not playing it's okay you're going to get the jolt you're going to have the really nasty experience when you start doing this stuff yeah and we're going to see if you really mean it if you're willing to step back from that stuff now what it's saying a lot of the, the newer uh sensing glossary stuff is that's exactly what's going on mm-hmm. um and it has to be because the negative to set up the negative sexual conditioning because it literally is shocking torture you know all these weird sort of sexual practices are negative pavlovian conditioning about yeah. using pain to invert how you see your reality and instead of choosing love and happiness you choose torture and pain and really messed up situations and the energy around us is not supporting that at all anymore and if you can't see that consciously it's going to be brought into your awareness more and more yeah (laughs) like Yeah, like, uh, the the ascended timeline does not there there is there is no polarity and there is no like it it is it is um a hundred percent um union you're not going to see a reverse pain pleasure you're not going to you know, wanting to be, um, uh, pleasure is not pain. It's it's like, it's, it's, it's beyond me that, that, um, but it's not beyond me because I've actually been in those reversals. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I totally a hundred percent completely, um, understand it. And that was conditioning for me from being, uh, when I was younger, you know, when, when you're, um, uh, a child that's being uh, molested or or yeah. raped the pain is like beyond <laughs> comprehension right. so you and, you have to go somewhere and and you have to figure right. out how to how to deal with that that being said 
I hear people all the time um, say that it's not human, right? It's not in our natural behaviors uh, to have um, one partner, that we're polyamorous. What are your thoughts on that? Because I have my own thoughts. So, okay. Ultimately, we're spiritual beings. And mm -hmm. on a spiritual level, we're just energy. Mm -hmm. uh, this is really hard for people. I have had the understanding that like when we're souls, you blend, you literally merge with beings and you take some of that energy with you. It's like, um, I'm trying to find a way to describe this very simple, you know, because I'm, I'm well, right now my head's going, well, okay, it's like neural pathway, you know, our personality is a bunch of neurons in our mind that are lit up with electricity. Um, and those change depending on who you're around. When you're your mom's self, there's a bunch of neural pathways, little galaxies in your mind, little constellations lit up that are different than when you're a wife or you're a friend or you're a daughter. Yeah. All of those are still us, um, which means that we constantly are shifting around who we are. Mm -hmm. And collectively, we shift. And now that we have the internet, we pull bits of everyone we come in contact with into us and take on those mannerisms. Sometimes it's, it's maybe saying a, a catchphrase that they say or something or having a mannerism that they do, but it's a layer of getting there. You know what I mean? Like you can't just jump to that and we're collectively not there. We have to heal all this other trauma. And I feel like that's really important. It's like, okay, yes, eventually we might become a polyamorous group, but to do that, we have to understand intimate love between two people you know what i mean it's like you're trying to ride a motorcycle and you've never even ridden a tricycle before you know what i mean like you can get there absolutely but collectively we're not there and it takes a lot of work and when you're just running around having sex with a bunch of people like you said you're having sex with all of the energy that they're tied to so you're i mean yes you can be a very powerful person you can shield you can do cleansing work and yeah, you can do, do have all these random interactions with all these different people and have sex with all of them, but it's going to be a lot of work. And at the end of the day, natural reality is very simple. It's very go with the flow. And if you're finding yourself having to do all this work, it's probably not natural. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you're like, okay, just it's like I had an orgy with 20 people and now I have to clear 20 people's worth of negative energy that's tied to me, all their timelines, all this. Sure, you can go do it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I don't feel like it's going to be very healthy for you. It's going to be very uh, fulfilling in the way that you think it is. And you really might have to sit and go like, am I really, am I really enjoying this for a natural healthy thing right. or is it because i really like feeding off of their sexual joy their their bursts of orgasm like when you start really looking at energy and can see it for me i'm an empath so i feel it you know yeah. and that's hard because i am a male but i have a very female soul so a lot of women get turned off by that because i can vibe with a woman's emotional state very quickly and they're like what are you a woman like <laughs> i promise you i can chop wood i can build a house like you know i can carry heavy stuff but i can cry with you over an emotional scene in a disney movie just as easily mm -hmm. and that comes from being in my feminine energy and it's it's taken years of work and you know stuff like that and i think that sexuality it's very easy to vamp energy we have been taught how to do it subconsciously we don't even know we're doing it most of the time that yeah. because it's just a 
smorgasbord it's a buffet you know so if you're going around having sex with a lot of partners is it really because you care about healing their energy and having uh you know an energetic relationship with that many partners or is it because you're getting off on something you know um and i can't answer that and you can't answer that that you know every individual has to have that uh you know little powwow with themselves really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, what do you honestly, feel what, what are your thoughts on thank you for that what are your thoughts on um you know when i think about you know watching stuff online like pornography or something like that like i feel like the sexual energies not only harm humanity but somehow they get uploaded into um the uh, ai constructs so uh which is a whole nother level of siphoning what are your thoughts on pornography so okay (laughs) that's an interesting topic because humanity as we're ascending right we're, we're trying to create a timeline that has never been um and an interesting thing that I'm going to drop on you right now, and people can take it or leave it, this is going to be a big bomb. Much of our media, our fiction, our comic books, whether it be fantasy, whether it be science fiction, those are timelines we've already lived. This reality has been in a repeating, like a, a record that's skipping. And there have been realities where we're heroes. There have been realities where we, you know, had to deal with, you know, archonic, uh, negative demonic entities and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we see them in our media, we are getting to a point where we're having to deal with the AI construct as robots. And we've already seen it in our media and things like Terminator, The Matrix, um, Altered Carbon, you know, Mass Effect, the video game. It's, it's everywhere. The, the, the idea that this completely intellectually driven uh, artificial intelligence that has no emotional soul, no heart, no connection to life, um, takes over. We give it too much power. We start, you know, giving our power away to it, to having it take care of us and do all of our chores and do all the stuff. And at first it seems really nice. And then they decide, well, you're not a logical race. You need to be wiped out because logic is the only thing that matters. Um, and it, and it's all, all kinds of media to get back to what you asked about we're feeding into that psychically with the pornography with the internet interactions so again i have very rarely seen pornography that is healthy like i'll just be 100 percent honest can you clean uh that Yes, like some people can sit down with it and actually see the programming and be like, I'm cleaning this, but that's a whole other level thing. That's not even really being erotic, then it's more like you're trying to filter some of it out. But even that can be a level of you know, you gaming yourself or them tricking you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not connected to any person, you know what I mean? It's just a screen, there's no other energy of the other person there, you know. Um, and then that's what it is. You're saying, okay, I'm, if you're not deciding how your orgasm is being used, it's, I promise you, it's been decided for you. Oh, and in almost every case, we're not saying, okay, I'm giving this orgasm up to the greater good. They're taking it there. If you're just like, well, I'm just going to have a good time and I'm going to have these, these crazy orgasms, yeah. that energy is being siphoned hundred percent because that's what these beings do. They sit mm-hmm. down and they're, I try to tell people, it's like, imagine they're starving. Okay. And if you are in a starving mentality, you're going to like, it's just like a heroin addict. They're going to do whatever they can to get that fix. What? Because they live off of it. Mm -hmm. 
So they're going to game and game and game and game. And they're never going to say uncle. They're never going to quit. They're not, they're always going to be finding new ways to get to that energy. So as smart as you think you are, I promise you, you're not as driven as them. I've never met those. I've never met anyone who's that driven because you're not in that mentality where you need it. You know, like a heroin, think about how heroin junkies are. Heroin junkies is as terrible as it is. They are really good at getting heroin. If you've ever met a heroin junkie, they can, oh, they can yeah, do I've, anything and will do anything. Yeah, and these beings them. are smart heroin junkies. You know what I mean? These are generational beings. And AI is the same way. So they're they're just taken and taken and taken your energy. So yeah. if if you can be comfortable with that, I don't know how and still think that you're ascending, you know, it's 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 a hard thing. Yeah. Um what I do, and a lot of people um, will ask, well, what do you do? I mean, you can quit cold turkey. Sometimes it, it's about being like, well, okay, I know I'm doing this and I know I'm being siphoned and maybe like weaning yourself off it being like, okay, I'm going to find stuff that's more about pleasure of the couple and not about domination. And a lot of subtle things. Like uh, one of the things I was thinking about that I will never, you'll never see me ever wear anything around my neck. I don't care if it's a tie, a collar. I don't care if it's like one of those cool little, like women specifically will wear those little, I mean, just anything around your neck is a collar. Like any of that is collar harvesting programming and it's slave programming. Um, in fact, the necktie goes back to the noose around your neck. That's uh, even yeah. darker stuff. I'll never yeah. wear a tie, a bow tie or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That all goes into slave reversal programming too. But that's what I'm saying. So many of these things that seem so innocent and so very basic are all programming and energy siphoning. Um, so you just, you can't, you, you know, if you, you get to a certain level of awareness, you just can't play with those things anymore. You have to start putting them away because mm -hmm. again, you're going to get shocked. You're going to be like, wow, why did this for me? Okay. Here's the really fun thing. If I start screwing up, one of the things that'll start happening is I'll start getting things like, um, those really annoying people that aren't really people, they're bots that are trying to get information from you, trying to pretend <laughs> to be your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Start showing up on my my wall and start inviting me as friends and I'll be like, okay, why are there all these showing up? It's because of that, because in my energy field, I'm allowing myself to get parasited. And it can be all kinds of things, you know, maybe your cat gets worms, maybe, you know, anything parasite, a big thing now is fleas and ticks, fleas and ticks. You mean, see, and, and I know in New England, ticks are horrible, but that's, what it is we are literally seeing parasites in the 3d hologram because in the astral hologram they're everywhere yeah. so it's like we were trying to warn us like you're seeing all these ticks because you're letting yourself be astrally siphoned off of yeah and that's another fun way to really work with the universe i mean Gosh. it will show you things i love <laughs> like, that you, i love that you say that because people you know, that are being harvested in the astral, um, you know, which as far as I'm concerned is also, you know, in the AI, you know, people who are watching pornography as well, right? So this goes into that. It's, it's really fascinating because um, I never thought of that as, um, as uh, showing up manifesting um, as as parasites, as, as, but it makes per, like my, like I'm getting really excited about this because it's making perfect sense to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, we're going to whatever we're bringing, we're manifesting and it's happening faster, 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 right? So, um, yeah, wow, that's really crazy. Also, you know what? Um, our sexual energy, um, 
I mean, we, there's, there's just so much we can talk about. We're really just kind of like breaking it open. You know, this is just about breaking it open. This we're, we're not even diving deep here. This is like, Hey, let's start to think of these concepts. Let's just start to go, you know, what does this look like? You know, we're not, um, you know, we're not going deep here. So this is, this is really, um, you know, easy level basic stuff, but, um, uh, Oh shoot! What was I going to say? Sometimes this happens to my mind because I my my thoughts go so fast. Um, yeah. I was going to talk about. Um, let's see, we're on the AI topic, uh, the astral uh, moving through here. It'll come back to me when it's supposed to. If I focus on it too much, it'll really disappear. But um, you know, one of the things. Oh, ley lines. That's this is one of the things I wanted to like, kind of like speaking of you dropping bombs. You know, I want people to understand that we can like with our orgasmic energy, we're in control of that, and it is powerful. It is powerful. You can actually you you can clear an entire blueprint if you if you set your mind to it, you can clear ley lines, you can clear the land. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, you know, you can do with, with your power because, um, uh, our, our construct is like, this is why they take it. You know, the movie monsters Inc, you know, they, they, they run off of fear because fear runs the power plant. You know, that's, those are the, those are the Moloch tanks. Right. Right. Exactly. They literally get the fear from the people and then it runs their cities. Right. And so then what they find out at the end of the movie is love, laughter is way more powerful and like, like blows things up. Like there's so much power surging and looks like that's what like a human orgasm can do. And when you're in Harrow's Gamos with yourself, and then you have a partner who's in Haros Gamos and the two of you come together. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Pretty sure that I'm pretty pretty sure like it would be like National Lampoon's European vacation when his house lights up and then everything else. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like a nuclear reactor, like I'm saying, it's like fission and it's yeah. it's it's like a nuclear bomb. It's so big, it's so powerful, it's almost like you don't know how to use that much energy. Yeah, you know, or again, it terrifies them because then that's it. You're you're yeah. talking about using a nuclear bomb's worth of energy on the grid to clear out structures, to clear out programming, to clear yeah. out, you know, and people are like, Well, I don't know what to do, you know, for the the you know, my surroundings. It doesn't even have to be that you could, you've got all of the DNA of every ancestry related to all of that negative trauma. And whether you know about your ancestry's history or not, you can be assured that they've been through every level of torture and pain. Yeah. And so you can send that energy through those timelines into yes. your own DNA. Yes. You can go into your own past as a child. Um, a, a big one. And I think I mentioned this last time we talked the first seven years that you're alive you're basically in a hypnagogic state you might as well have been hypnotized by somebody and constantly in taking in programming Mm -hmm. so if that is a really important uh, place to send positive energy and heal because if you think i mean and i've done this a lot you if you really want to heal if you really want to get on to like why am i being held back why am i not developing powers you know or any of this kind of stuff almost always it's going to be those first seven years. Yeah. There's all kinds of things in there. TV you watch, you know, 
stuff that you might not think is that traumatizing now was horribly traumatizing as a kid. And it takes that level of going back as, you know, your six-year-old self and being like, wow, I watched mom and dad fight. Like they had a knockdown drag out. Maybe it wasn't common even for you. Like for me, my parents were pretty loving, but every once in a while, you know, they're human. They had those fights. And for me going back and being like, okay, you know, that child didn't understand. I can go back and send energy and love to him from now. And it, it helps then that that's what we mean when we say there is no time. You can be your own guardian angel from your future timeline, which is now to your seven-year-old, to your six-year-old. Women have even more power because you have your womb. You can go into your own womb. That is an amazing generator of natural loving energy. Mm -hmm. And being able to spend time in your womb as a fetus and that complete just getting into that headspace and that energy of being loved, being cared for, being mothered, you know, truly mothered, supported a hundred percent is wicked regenerative. Yeah, um, it is, you know, it, it's and, powerful. And I say that's, I did the most powerful healing myself during my pregnancies. Like this is when the most traumas would come up, you know, these kinds of things and um, to be able to do that level of healing and then heal my child, um, you know, during that time for the timelines, because we're sharing DNA, we're sharing, um, you know, uh, all of those things. Sharon's asking a question and she says, I know this is crazy. Trust me, it's not going to be crazy. Um, But what about the energy? What about the energy from masturbation? And um, it's, it's the same thing. This is like, whether you have a partner or, you know, you're, um, you know, you're with yourself that energy is, is extremely powerful. You know, what's interesting. I love Merkabas, right? We're made of, you know, we're made of energy pieces. I freaking love the Merkaba four-sided minimum, not the three-sided Merkaba. So I do a four-sided or six-sided. You can actually harness your own. And I would suggest doing this, um, harness your own uh, orgasm and put it in a Merkaba and send it to, um, a specific time in your life or send it through to clear um, the land somewhere or you know there's I know that you know you you think that question's crazy how about how's this crazy answer for you because like that is a burst of energy that can be used to to heal and you know it's strange to say that because you know we're taught to be shamed but again when we go into who and what is running and controlling our planet and that um, SRA, uh, otherwise known as satanic ritual abuse, why, why, is the, um, why is this happening to our children? Well, because those energies are extremely powerful. They open right. stargates. They do crazy things. <laughs> That's crazy and things. The more you're connected to source, the more power you bring through mm-hmm. because you have direct access, which is why children are innocence itself is innocence innocence is connection to source and children act as if they are directly influenced by source because they are Mm -hmm. um other fun things you can do with your masturbation like i was talking about maybe you had past sexual relations you feel really guilty about or know that there was abuse in them you can send it there you can also send it to your future if you're an energy worker like cassidy is a healer you do reiki work and massage you can send it to yourself to a future session you can say, I'm going to donate this energy to a future session that then I have 
my own, I mean, you can literally think of it as an energy tank, you know, like I'm going to give myself a future energy tank to pull that energy out of and use, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, it, it, and that's the fun thing about getting to this state is that you start realizing I have all these places where I can play with a lot of energy. One of the things that I do is we all have degrees of separation from people um, and we have energetic influence on all of those degrees of separation. What I mean by that is I've worked in factories over my life. I've worked in cheese factories. I've worked in chocolate factories. I've worked in baby formula factories. My energy is connected to all of those products that I have made and still is because again, there is no time. So I'm still there. You can take that energy and put it into that and heal all of the people that are affected by all of that work that you put in. So I can heal all the people connected to the cheese, all the people connected to the chocolate, all the people connected to the baby formula. I can heal all the people of the foundations I made. I can heal all the people of the furniture that I've delivered to houses and stuff. It, it's, it becomes this fun game where you're like, how creative can I be about what I do with this energy? You know, maybe that would be a fun little homework assignment for people. It's like, next time you masturbate, be like, I'm going to take this energy and I'm going to send it to something that I want to help you know, that I'm really worried about, you know, maybe something you're just stewing about, like, oh my God, this is horrible. Maybe it's the current events going on. We're not going to say the name of that, which must not be named, (laughs) but everyone knows, send it to that, you know, send it to like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have cleared a whole bunch of timelines. And I'm going to wake up on a new timeline where these guys are going to court, you know, they're being, people are seeing it now, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to send it to people who are not awake. I'm going to wake them up, you know, Mm-hmm. The, your imagination is literally the limit of this stuff really yeah. um yeah. you know and, and if you're mindfully doing that, that that is you like really in your power you know like <laughs> what is in your power that is in your power saying i'm going to create with this energy and i'm going to use it to heal things that i care about yeah. <laughs> pure and yeah. simple and and be you know this is about being prepared to like Oh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain this, but, you know, make sure there aren't um, attachments on you, right? Make sure, you know, you're, you're cleared, you understand what you're made of, understand that, you know, that the power that you have, understand that, um, there may be blockages in the way your energy comes out too. Like I said, you know, we have, um, we have programs. Um, I've actually had to, um, uh, I have done, uh, Lisa Renee has, and you can go to her website and probably find this. Uh, it's for, it would be a nominal fee. Very, very, very affordable. Um, she has, a she has a, uh, meditation called descending serpent fire. And this is, um, uh, really fascinating because, uh, when, when our, we're being drained, um, sexually, um, it's, um, we have, um, it's like a reverse Kundalini essentially. And then there's programs like, um, all, all kinds of, you won't even, you wouldn't even believe it. People wouldn't even believe what I see or what I pull out of people, but if you can get those out, then you're even more, um, powerful because nothing is like, um, being, um, contacted or clicked on, you know what I mean? It's not like being siphoned from. So uh, it's not being like bells going off saying, oh, guess what Sharon's doing today, right? Um, right. So, you know, <laughs> I just being very, very mindful and understanding your shielding, you know, there, 
you don't have to shield a specific way. There are ways that are really good. You want to, you know, at least at least protect yourself through 15D. Um, you know, hopefully that knocks the Borga out. I don't know, Patrick, I'm getting concerned about this. but I think Well, it is an issue. And it's one that a lot of very, uh, are, what do you want to say, aliens, interdimensional beings of higher levels have had to deal with. I mean, um, all you got to do, like I said, right now I'm watching Stargate. And yeah. in Stargate, it comes out as uh, the replicators. But it's the same thing. It, okay. And what it is, is this intellect without any heart connection. And right. Same thing as demons. Demons are your lower chakras without any heart connection. Anything that is without heart connection becomes uh, polluted and eventually goes anti-life. And there's just no way around that. If it is not connected to heart, it has no empathy. It has no, uh, doesn't see life as sacred. It eventually is going to go awry. There's just no way around it. And that is the real problem with AI. That is the real problem with technology. That's the real problem with you know, um, uh, biology and Frankenstein stuff and all that kind of stuff. It's not connected to life and understanding that if you're really in, in life and you're really working with this stuff, you don't need any of that stuff. That stuff is against what the universe is already doing. And the universe is doing it way better, way easier and way more advanced yeah. than any of that stuff. Like that stuff is like, taking apart something that works really well and just using a few pieces and then trashing the rest. I mean, that's literally what we do. And, and you do that with biology. If you're talking about like, you know, gene splicing, like we're talking about with the injections, right? Yeah. It's, it's already, we, our body is built. If you literally believe that source built you to be a perfect being, your body already has the ability to deal with everything in this reality already. Yeah. If you need humans to come up with this, way that they take pieces of other stuff put it together and then inject you with it to to replace that you don't believe in the natural order you, you're yeah. saying i don't i don't believe in it i don't believe mm -hmm. that life can work out without intellect without, <laughs> without biology messing around but that is not source connected it's not life connected yeah. um so i've okay. kind of wandered off but you know you no get, it's you okay that's okay. Cindy is, I, and I think we're coming up um, on time here. I think we're probably over time, but yeah, Cindy said, she says, love the new look, Patrick. I know you guys probably <laughs> thought I was sitting with somebody else. I love it too. How fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just summertime and it's a lot less uh, hot. And if you like the beer, don't worry, it'll be back in a few yeah. months. <laughs> I know somebody was saying it grows so fast, but oh, yeah. so that'll be fun for us to watch and see how it grows. But um Wow, like, yeah, like I said, you know, this is just scratching the surface. We can go so much deeper um, and detailed right. because there are, you know, programs within programs. And, you know, one of the first things is really just, you know, like we said, be, be in charge of you, right? And that's what all this comes down to. And, you know, realizing, I think the first thing is that you're not just this person. I'm not just this mom. And, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not just this person that, um, you know, does whatever works at the factory or goes and does this or go washes dogs, like whatever. No, you're beyond that. You're much more than that. You're, you're right. a multidimensional electromagnetic being, and you are extremely powerful. 
and we're architects, you know, and I came in here as a master builder. Um, I, my birthday's on a, on a 22. I came in here um, to heal and integrate polarity and to show people how to do this, how to, how to build um, and, and, um, and uh, regenerate their blueprint. You know, what, what is the angelic uh, blueprint and how, how do we do that? And it's about bringing awareness into what we've been up against um, this whole, what we've been uh, enslaved as and, and how that happened and, um, you know, how to dismantle that and, um, uh, and then rebuild, rebuild from that, right? Right, right. in a base loving way that yeah. works with life <laughs> rather than against it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, no more of these like anti-human uh, or anti-Christ ways, right? So. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're way nicer than me, Patrick, because like, I still, sometimes you'll see me say, oh my, like I, sometimes I just can't deal. I have to step away because. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing I've built a life where I'm not as socially connected as a lot of people. And then I've had to, I kind of lived the life of a monk and have for a long time. So in, in a way it's easier that way, because I really only deal with people on social media. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but and again, when you're truly on this path, it gets to a point where you you can't play in those energies. You will get shocked, like you're touching an electric fence, and you'll you'll know you'll events that are. Yeah, it's not what worth it. Is, it. You up and it's happening, and then you have to sit and you have to meditate and you have to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth it. But it becomes much more noticeable now and much more easier to discern. <laughs> yeah. why these things are happening it's not so not so convoluted anymore it's very direct yeah um, which is nice i agree i agree hmm. all right so i don't know maybe another time we'll talk about um uh and we didn't get into consecrating land and like consecrating our genitals oh, yeah. and stuff like that but that's okay you know i mean where are we gonna go right we can always mm -hmm. meet up another time and do this whenever sure. so Absolutely. um I'm loving it. And um, yeah, yeah start, you know, start focusing on your genitalia. You know, let's just start with that. And, and we can always move into, I like, I like working in the moment, right? So mm -hmm. uh, whatever comes up and, and however this gets streamed in is going to happen organically, but, you know, consecrate your, your genitalia uh, basically to God. It's, it's a really simple thing to do. You can go to um, Lisa Renee's Ascension Glossary. She has a right. whole thing mapped out. You don't have to make it like make up your own thing. And it's no. actually, it's actually really beautiful. And, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's very beautiful and it's very powerful. And, you know, what do you want? What do you want your body to do? How do you want your body to feel? What, where are your intentions? You know, what kind of connections do you want to make with people? I, with friends, with family, with your partners, like understand that, you know, a Harris, a, a Harris Gamos is like, again, it's, it's not always about sexuality, right? Um, but it's, it's that inner marriage. Um, and we just happen to um, be seeing a lot of um, uh, traumatization, tra a lot of trauma uh, with sexuality. And that's because uh, we're taking back control and they're not getting their little food fed, you know, we're, we're calling out child trafficking. Um, uh, we're calling out, you know, what runs their programs and um, we're taking our power back. So 
you might as well take your power of masturbation back too, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and like you said, I would really suggest going into her glossary. I mean, I was just doing that today because she's always adding stuff. Yeah. Like, even if you think you know Lisa Renee, she is constantly adding stuff to the glossary. Yeah. Um, go down the rabbit hole. I guarantee you, you want to start working with the universe, you want to start working with your guides, you'll find two hours have gone by and suddenly you've read six or seven invocations, you threw all these different terms and different, you know, things we were talking about, like the, the Moloch demons and the Azazel demons and all that sort of stuff and what that means in her terms. And like I said, Lisa is very deep. So, I mean, you're, you're, like you said, she's talking 15, 18 levels of awareness, you know? So whatever level you're at, at the time, it'll reach and then bore into your subconscious. And then, you know, maybe a a year later, you'll come back and see a whole different level of the same stuff you read, you know? And that's kind of the fun of this too, is that, you know, you don't get too caught up in, oh, I'm not, where Pat and Chastity are right now, We're, you know, I don't see all this stuff. That's your journey. That's the yeah. fun you have to look forward to in your own way. And that's the other thing. It's not going to be like us. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have these same experiences. You're going to have your own experiences that are unique to what works for you. And it's going yeah. to be, you know, like I might be the flash and it works really good for me to run really fast, but you know, Superman gets the job done. So does Batman, you know, whatever. And we all have, that you know like chastity and i are talking she's more medically um orientated and i'm more psychology orientated but both of us get get there you know yeah. and that's part yeah. of the fun yeah and you know what's really fun is you know we trigger each other's memories and we can share and exchange those memories so like you know by being in patrick's presence it's easy for me then to like feel um, into um, the situation and the sensations and um, be able to see, we all have access to the same records, right? And so, you know, he's able to bring something to the table and we go, oh my gosh, I never thought of that. And then, and then all of the information will start coming in. It's really fun. And that's, Uh, it's it's so fun to learn. It's, it's, it's like unbelievable to me. I get, I get so jazzed and, um, Lisa puts it in terms, and I and I did an interview with a, a few gals on it about the Megiddo battle. Look that up in the Ascension Glossary because we are all each individually going through our own Megiddo battle. And um, yeah, I, I spoke on that with these women. It's on my it's on the YouTube somewhere, but um, it's <laughs> it's so crazy, you know. And once we understand what we're up against, it's and and we look at it and we look at it exactly for what it is. Uh, sometimes just that alone will dissolve so much trauma, oh, right? Yeah. And just because you know what it is, that and it's just that simple. So right, and you know, you might not think about something we said right now, and you know, six months from now, you might come into something and be like, "Oh my God, Chassis talked about that," and suddenly you pull that tool out and you get to use it. You know, like, "Oh, they said if you do that and with this," and then you're doing the work, you're doing heroic work, you know, just by doing that kind of stuff, which, you know, it's like, we're activating each other's superpower, finding each other of who we really are, you know, we are these amazing, powerful beings that can completely change timelines just by wanting it to happen, by having a a loving orgasm with ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, And don't let anybody take it from you. Don't let anybody take it from you. Right. That's the thing. Do not allow people to take 
Right. That, yeah. And that is a hard lesson that a lot of people will go through is accepting it, accepting you are this powerful. And it's a double-edged sword because that means you can create a lot of negativity at this level too. And that with great power comes great responsibility. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but it's very true. And that, that, that becomes very awakening because then you'll be like, oh, you have a really bad day and you just go on a Godzilla rampage and suddenly you destroy Tokyo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might not be you destroy Tokyo, but your world suddenly there's a lot of shit going wrong and you might have jumped two timelines back and you're like, oh shit, I gotta go do the work to jump back mm-hmm. into a more positive reality yeah. uh, for myself. Yeah. Um, but then that's you acknowledging your power going, wow, you know, this really messed up stuff is what I did. You know, it wasn't a demon that did it to me or anything like that. I chose it, you know, um, yeah. or I let them take the wheel for a while, but they're using me as the car, which means I'm still the power that's doing it. And that's really the lesson of these beings. They're not incarnate. And if they could take us, if they could jack us, they would have done it a long time ago. They can't. They have to convince us to do their work for you. Yeah. For them, I should say. So, you know, really becoming aware of that. Like, okay, everything that I think they're doing, they're convincing me to do for them. I'm actually doing it. And then you can take that power back. I love that. What did you allow in? What did you allow in? So take control of your own emotions, your own feelings. Nobody gets to make you feel bad or bad or whatever, right? It's like, and that's where mindfulness is a big part. Um, yeah. And that's huge. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is the Western version of that. It's, just, yeah. it's the same thing. Uh, literally in your own program going, before I have an emotional outburst, I'm going to stop and look at it and be like, is this who I want to be right now? Yeah. Is this what I want to do right now? Yeah. And it's work and it's practice. It's, you know, like a lot of people, it's very easy for them like to look at me and be like, oh, you're not fit. You, you don't work out. You have a, a bad body. And your lifestyle is reflects that it's the same emotionally like i might not be working out physically in a lot of things but i do work out emotionally and it's the mm-hmm. same thing it's the everyday going in and being like i'm not going to be this guy i'm not going to have this emotional reaction i'm not going to you know get really upset and go on facebook and and just you know have a, a meltdown mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever um whatever it is or blow up at my kids or my friends or my spouse or whatever um and realize that those things all have connection that affect other things that affect other things that affect other things. It's almost like the back to the future. You know what I mean? That's a really good one. Like in, in the back to the future movies, they're always worried about going to the past and affecting one thing that causes a whole new timeline. Well, guess what folks, this time you have just as much power to do that every day. You're doing things that affect timelines that create whole realities. So you need to be just as conscious now as if you were in the back to the future in the past, not wanting your timeline, you know, that's when you're, you know, and it's all the same thing. We're basically saying the same thing in just different ways. Sometimes it's like, you know, what angle people need to come at these things from, but, and now we're on. I know Half an we're hour good. over. I know we're good. I just, <laughs> we can just keep talking, but we'll go. We'll we go. Could. I know it gets. Um, we'll just see you guys again. Just um, look. Uh, I had a. I had such a busy week last week, so I apologize. I didn't get out the reminders on this, but um, Patrick and I'll talk, and um, and we'll see you guys again. Thank you Absolutely. so much. I can't wait to see how long your beard takes to grow too. This is gonna be fun. It's like a little science project. Sure. Yeah, a couple of weeks. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you won't even remember it was gone. <laughs> All right.
Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for um, Thank you, everybody. your questions. I appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you, Patrick. Bye, you guys. Thank you, Cassidy. Bye, guys.